0: And it's time for Wildlife and Focus on Real World Garden and Studio. I've got manager of Birds in Backyards, Holly Parsons. How are you today, Holly? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Now, today we're talking about a bird which I pronounced Jerry Gone, but now I know that it's not. It, in fact, is brown gerrigony. That's
1: right. <laughs> And scientifically, it's Jurigani Mukai. Mukai. Yes. Mm. Um, so jurigani means born of song. Oh. So they've got a nice, sweet little call that we'll hear. Okay. And it's in the family of scrub wrens. What does that mean exactly? So it's, it's in the family with a whole heap of little brown birds. Uh, so um, in with the scrub wrens and the thornbills in particular are all in those. So these are all really tiny, little, often mostly brown birds, um, all little insect eaters. So um, yeah, the gerrigonies are in amongst those. Gerrigony, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and let's describe it. It's a very, very, very small bird. So we're t- talking about six grams. So if we compare back to a fairy wren, which we often do, we're talking smaller than a fairy wren, um, sort of about 10 centimetres long uh, and very, very light. Um, so really, really sweet little bird. They t- tend to be, depending on where you live, um, so they're found along um, the east coast of Australia, sort of very close to the coastline. In the south, they tend to be more an olive greyish colour. Uh, In the north, they tend to be more a buff brown. They've got a very pale grey face and um, also down into their chest. And they've got um, a white eyebrow that sort of just bumps over the top um, of their eye. And and a red-brown eye as well as some of the thornbills and things have. What's their tail like? Is it similar
0: to the fairy wren, which sticks straight? Doesn't up? Doesn't stick up, so no. it
1: sticks. It just follows the the body line, um, straight down, and it, it's got sort of a, a dark tail band and white tip on the tail as well.
0: Now, fairy wrens sort of flit around, and it's really hard to see see them sort of with all the markings that you mentioned. What are these like? These
1: guys are challenging as well. Oh. So it's it's like all the little birds. They're they're always on the hunt for food, so they're always really busy. So that makes all our little brown birds quite difficult to identify out in the field and frustrates even the most experienced birders a lot of the time um, because they are so busy it can be really hard to get them to sit still to get a really good look at them. Are they busy in undergrowth
0: like shrubs and that or, or where do they where do they look for their food? Uh,
1: they tend to be at all heights. So they'll be right. up in the canopy, they'll come down not necessarily to the ground but they'll come down quite low into sort of shrubs as well and often... Um, in pairs or small groups, uh, sometimes they'll move through with, with other small birds as well. So you'll get sort of a mixed flock of things with, you know, maybe some silver eyes or some brown thornbills or something in there as well.
0: Oh, right. So that would be super hard to identify. You've got thornbills and
1: these guys. Exactly.
0: They're a challenge. Deridium. They're a challenge. Indeed. Now, it, I guess they wouldn't be in so many open areas like the welcome swallow that we talked about recently.
1: No, no. You tend to get them... In sort of rainforests, um, coastal forests, where there's some mangroves even you might get. So anywhere there's some nice dense vegetation is where you tend to get these okay. guys. So within a uh, urban area, then more likely in the bushland reserves. you get them in reserves rather than coming into gardens and things. They, they, they tend to be a little bit shy and like and much prefer uh, that sort of nice dense cover.
0: Yeah, so I guess you're, unless your garden backed onto a, a reserve or a bushland, it's unlikely you'd... You'd get them visiting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, because they don't really go for the flowers. So let's have a little listen to what they sound like. It's very sweet.
1: That's probably why they're called the brown. The gerigony, yeah, and the warbler. The warbler is the sort of the alternate name that they used to have. So it's sort of kind of like a which is it call. They've got this. can just sort of make out it's almost almost sort of words oh I see which is it
0: yeah you, oh okay all right I'll have to listen a little bit harder next <laughs> time all right um and if they, uh, you mentioned they're found all over the east coast of Australia
1: yeah so so from sort of just south of Cape York um from Tully um and usually at sort of a higher altitude around there, um, all the way down uh, through sort of Cookdown, down to Queensland uh, and all the way down to sort of sail in Victoria. So not into Tasmania, but... Um, and not into South Australia. And not into, no, very much hugging the East Coast.
0: Ah. I wonder why they haven't gone to South Australia because they could have gone around the coastline, I suppose, but maybe there's not enough vegetation. Yeah, I think it'll be
1: a connectivity issue. But you know, right. there's... Um, not enough vegetation to get them across. Yeah, and being
0: a little bird, they'd be really sed- sedentary. They are, hmm. yeah.
1: So some, you know, some small birds do migrate, but these guys are very much a sedentary species. Okay, and what kind of nest do they build? They build a really awesome nest, actually. It's so um, they're not your traditional cup-shaped nest. They build a dome, so nice round nest with a little opening on the side. Uh, but they also have a, a, a long tapered tail to the nest, so they have the sort of the little ball. It's attached to you know a, a branch. Sort of low down in some shrubs, maybe on a vine, and then they'll um, they have this long tapered tail which is made from roots and plant fibres and spider web and all sorts of great things in it.
0: Oh, well, that's very clever! All that spider web and stuff like that, making uh, this cup-shaped nest. Um, how big would that nest actually be?
1: Um, it can get to oh be half a centimetre, uh, half a metre, I would say. It can be Gee, quite... big. So, so the ball itself will be a nice small little ball. It only has yes. to fit a couple of tiny little gerrigonies in it, but it'll have a nice long tapered tail to it. Wow. And is that like a tunnel that they have to go through? No, it's totally separate. So um, if you think the, the, the branch is sort of horizontal, there'll be um, a little ball mm. at, at, hanging from that. Uh, with the entrance on the side, and then just hanging from straight from below is a nice tail of, of the nest.
0: Now I can picture it. Okay, that is very unusual. Yeah,
1: very very sweet little nest. I
0: wonder why they came up with that. Oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, indeed.
1: So, um, are they monogamous again? Or yeah, so so they'll they'll have um, a pair that will help raise their young. So both will build the nest. Both will help raise the young. They tend to breed um, from about August. So, you know, coming into spring, like most birds do, through till about February. Um, And they'll raise um, usually two or three chicks in a nest. Um, And both parents, as I said, will take care of those young while they're breeding. Do they have a communal nesting? Like if there's one
0: nest of a gerrigony around, then might be... There'll probably
1: be some others nearby. So not in a huge... Club, club clump, mm. but but there will be others around. Yeah, mm. that's right. Okay. And do they
0: communally share the upbringing, or is it just the parents? Just the parents. Okay, just, just the, the parents. parents. Indeed.
1: All right. And um, what else can we say about the jerygany? About... I think. I think that's probably it. I th- they're they're a bird that they are not going to see too often, but um, mm. if you get the chance, they're very very sweet, and you'll hear that amazing call. Let's hear that amazing call one more time.
0: trying to hear which is it
1: <laughs> i heard it oh. maybe it's open to interpretation maybe it is <laughs> once
0: again holly thanks for coming in and talking to real world Gardner. thanks for
1: having me